Call me Ishmael. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Surfs Up, by Kwame Alexander, illustrated by Daniel Mayaris, published by North-South Books. Since we got slapped in the face yesterday with farts, I figured it would be nice to take us outside for some fresh air today. Surf's up! Follows two frogs on their way to surf. One frog can't stop reading a book, which forces the two frogs to postpone their surfing. Will this rude frog ever stop reading? Or will the two frogs never get to surf? Well, I hope you brought something to do, because we're going to be sitting around for a while. We start by seeing a green frog peeping through a window. Is this weirdo into voyeurism? Or in this world, do frogs not use front doors? Well, it's neither of those. It turns out he's just meeting up with a friend, and he shouts the title of the book at an orange frog lounging in a chair reading a book. And the orange frog tells the green frog, he's not ready yet. Well, get ready, brah. You got a guest over waiting on you. Learn some manners. So the green frog inquires, What the hell are you doing reading, brah, when we could head to the beach and shred some gnar? And how does the orange frog reply? He shushes him. How much more rude could you get? This guy is asking to be bitch slapped. Someone needs to set this frog straight. Some people act like reading a book gives them the right to be a pretentious prick. Sorry, it doesn't make you special. It's just a way to pass the time. It's no different than video games, a movie, or sitting on a toilet just to get out of work. Put the book down and acknowledge the guy. That's the least he deserves. Now the green frog has been offended, we get this interaction. Quote, Books are boring. Dude, books are fascinating. Especially this one. Dot dot dot. It's about a man looking for a whale. Boring. End quote. Where do I begin to unpack this one? I have to agree with old Green. Many books can be boring, especially this one. As for Orange, making generic statements like This book is fascinating is intellectually inept. Think for yourself and at least state the title of which book you find fascinating. He's not fooling anyone. I have suspicion that he's not even reading the book. Who does this guy think he is? LeBron James sitting there reading the first page? You know, this also feels like propaganda. Here we have an author. What does that occupation entail? The writing of books. And therefore, we have to assume he profits from them. So this statement is no different than, say, Big Tobacco telling us, cigarettes are good for you. If that's not a good example for you, how about Mark Zuckerberg advertising that Meta is a great way to connect with people? Still not good enough? It's like Big Paper telling us that paper straws are just as good as normal straws. Because paper and water, that's a good mix. What genius thought of that one? I would do my own research if I were green or the rest of us don't want to end up having to use four straws 
with chunks of paper floating in your drink, contemplating suffocating yourself with the wet paper. Or you don't want to be contemplating bleeding out by paper cuts because you got stuck in a book that just won't end. One last thing about this before we move on. Shaming people into reading is not the way to go about it. There are books on tape and documentaries for a reason. People have their reasons not to read. So stop looking at them like they have three heads when they say they don't read much. You wouldn't look at a guy with no legs like that and continue to ask him, Oh, what? Why don't you run? Don't you know it's good for you? What? Now that I got that off my chest, the next several pages, the orange frog just won't stop yelling out teasers like he's having an orgasm. If I were the green frog, I would look for a toad and be his friend and ditch this foo. The orange frog goes on to summarize the book he's reading. It's a whale of a tale. Nothing like reading a book about a book. This is so fun. What's he reading? Is it the old man in the sea? No, it's Moby Dick. It's about a ship chasing a whale. You would think the author would know. If I wanted to read Moby Dick, I would have checked that book out. I want to see Frog Surf. Did this author get writer's block and start thinking, Hmm, what if I have two frogs sum up Moby Dick in ten pages? Yeah, that's good. Oh, wait, I'll make them surfer bros. Gold! Yep, the next several pages are just them imagining themselves in the book, shouting out cliche surfer terms. What is this, Inception 2? Frogs in a book, inside another book? For as bad as this is, on the bright side, at least I can get through it quickly. Finally, we snap back to reality, hope there goes gravitas. And the two frogs are at the beach. The orange frog tosses the book behind him, letting it land in the sand. And he heads to the waves. Should we have expected anything less from this slimy bastard? He has no respect for his friend, and no respect for his possessions either. This guy gives avid readers a bad name. Green Frog, standing there, appalled by his so-called friend's behavior, bends over to pick up the book. Quote, Did they catch the whale? Who got the gold? Not telling. Not cool, bro. End quote. Not cool, bro, at all. If a guy asks you to tell him the end, that means... He clearly doesn't want to waste his time reading the whole damn thing. Stop it with that, I'm not going to spoil it for you, shit. I want the spoiler. I always want to know the ending. That way if it sucks, I don't sit there for hours wasting my time on a bad story. Ain't nobody got time for that. This sad story about an abusive friendship ends with the orange frog hogging all the waves with an ominous whale right behind him and the green frog is forced to waste his time reading the book on the beach. I never wanted anything more than for that orange frog to get hit by that whale out there. I can tell you what the author was going for with this, but I think he did the opposite. His goal was to shame readers into buying his books by claiming they're more fun than the world around you and treating others with respect. He pushes all this so he can pad his pockets. But honestly... This made me want to read less, not only because the character was so obnoxious, but because this story was that bad. 
Which brings us to Kawami's writing. I feel tricked. I thought with him being a Newbery winner, he'd be able to put together more than just gibberish and summarizing someone else's book. That's just talentless. Who would even get the idea to sum up other people's stories like that? Moving on. As for Daniel's pictures, they were the best part of the book. He did a great job jumping back and forth between imagination and reality. Overall, though, this book was abysmal. If tomorrow wasn't a celebrity book review, I would take the day off from reading and watch a movie based on a book. They're usually better. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this summary of a book a 1.2. I'm turning my nose up at it, having none of it, and if it's in front of me, I'm throwing it away. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.